everyone. We're Cracking Hacktivism. We're a group of Penn State students in IST 431, the information environment at Penn State University, University Park. I'm Christine Fanning. I'm a senior majoring in biology and security and risk analysis with minors in IST and Arabic language. I'm Michael Hong, and I'm a junior at Penn State, and I'm an IST major. I'm Alex Brulier. I'm a senior in IST. I'm Luke Sinisvet. I'm a senior in enterprise risk management with a focus in cybersecurity. I am Anthony Perone, and I am a junior in IST. And I'm Ibrahim El Shidi. I'm a senior at Health Policy and Administration with a minor in IST. So we mentioned that we are all tied to the School of IST at Penn State. IST is Information Sciences and Technology, and the college falls under the category of an iSchool. But what is an iSchool? The concept of an iSchool is a new and emerging trend in the technology industry. A lot of people might think that an iSchool is just an online school with online classes. However, an iSchool is actually short for an information school. These colleges are university-level institutions committed to educating students in the use of technology to make information more available to its users. Through the use of this technology, the students examine the role of information in everyday decision-making. In these schools, we learn about different theories that apply to different situations while using technology. One of these theories is the sense-making communication theory. This theory empowers users by facilitating information transfer within society, which means using technology, users are given access to information they would not normally have. After learning about this theory in class, we decided that hacktivism was a good example of this theory in practice. For the sake of our podcast series, we're going to define hacktivism as any breach of an individual or organization information for the sake of advancing a social or political cause. Two or three recent hacktivism events that have happened uh, have been things such as the Ashley Madison case, which was a, an example of a good hacktivism event. The Ashley Madison case was a website where married men or women could go on and find each other and set up affairs between each other. It was hacked by a group called the Impact Team. This team threatened to release the names, emails, and personal information of all of its users if the site didn't shut down and immediately. The site didn't really listen to them, so within a few weeks, the data was dumped on the internet for anyone to view. This isn't the only case that we've seen, though. Another recent hacktivism event occurred in Steubenville, Ohio. This event began with a sexual assault committed by members of the Steubenville football team with little to no repercussions to the individuals themselves. Anonymous got involved and released evidence, including videos of the actual assault, to the public along with phone numbers and social security numbers of the individuals involved and their closest friends and relatives. The last hack we want to talk about actually isn't an example of hacktivism, but rather a malicious attack. In 2013, Target was hacked by a 17-year-old Russian. He stole hundreds of thousands of credit card numbers and sold them online to the highest bidders. Okay, so why are we telling you about all these events? The goals of this podcast is to educate the listeners on hacker vigilantism, otherwise known as hacktivism. Secondly, we plan to gauge the public's knowledge and opinion of hacker vigilantism. Finally, we plan to discuss the consequences, good and bad, of hacktivism. So why should you care about hacktivism? There are many important facets to why hacktivism affects everyone's everyday life. There are many governmental ramifications. It also raises questions of how ethical these actions are on the part of the hackers. It also raises the question as to whether whether your information and digital presence is really as private as you previously thought. We will go into this in further episodes and explain further ways that you can increase the security of your private information. Through this podcast, we hope to 
reach people working in the tech or tech forensics fields. This includes a particular emphasis on students in iSchools hoping to work in the tech field or related fields. We also believe this podcast will be of particular interest to millennials and those of the digital generation. Thanks for listening and see you next time on Cracking Hacktivism. Thank you.